Hello, awesome people. This is Nick to the Plus, your local community safety and health advocate. One thing I know is supply chain, manufacturing, warehousing, transportation. One thing that concerns me today is our supply chain. Over the past months, have you not seen shortages? Toilet paper, bullets, meat plants and other production plants closing down. Who knows how vulnerable our shipping is? What if gas prices start going up? These are all questions I have. But I advocate for you. Not only to be more responsible for your health, but for your well-being, livelihood, and self-sustainability. One thing I can recommend is for you to grow your own food. Start with simple steps. I want to offer you the Tower Garden Home. The all-in-one system that delivers year-round supply of health, Homegrown herbs and veggies with a fraction of the time and work of a regular garden. The Tower Garden Home is a vertical aeroponic growing system that relies solely on water and nutrients to grow its produce. This soilless method has been proven to help plants grow faster and more efficiently than the traditional garden. So start growing your tower to table yummy today. Go to nicktotheplus.com. Look for the take action button on the top right hand and find nutritional products and live to the plus. Yesterday, give a day of radio silence for my buddy Doug Tremaine, who we went to the funeral on Wednesday. Um, but I just wanted to talk to about him a little more. I, ta- I told you what a little bit about him and stuff, but what I really didn't get into was what he meant to me. So I mentioned, you know. We've known each other, you know, probably around 20 years since we did the Great Floridian together in 2000. But, you know, we, I, for the most, most of the time, I lived in New Braunfels. He's lived in College Station. So the, the amount of times that we actually got together was probably in a dozen or two dozen times. So we didn't hang out all the time, but I felt like... I knew him my whole life, and the you know one day to the other that we would see each other, even if it was a year or two apart. I felt like you know I just saw him yesterday, <clears throat> but that's how he was. You know he was 
you know, most of the time always positive, you know, and someone at his funeral said, you know, the amount of energy that radiated from him was just immense, you know, you, uh, they went through all of his accomplishments in the military and, and as a sheriff, and, you know, they didn't really get into what, what he did for A&M track and field, or, um, you know, other, um, I think they mentioned that he's done over close to 30 Ironmans, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, he just, he accomplished a lot, and he was just always, he was, uh, he lived a life of service, being in military service, sheriff service, and the other things that he, uh, <clears throat> contributed as to other organizations, you know, his just, his whole life was serving, and giving, and being active, and being involved, and, you know, it was just, he was just immense, you know, so, uh, wanted to talk, so through that life of service, the funeral he had was a full honors military funeral, you know, with the Marines shooting the guns and them folding the flags, and then they knelt, knelt to give K the flag, and then there were like three other groups that came in front of K and knelt in front of her and, and gave, gave her something, you know, I think it was like the, you know, the retired association for Marines, and then the, the sheriffs and um, the, mo the mo motorcycle veterans and uh, a corpsman from A&M. So that's pretty amazing. I mean, if I kicked the bucket right now, I know I wouldn't have a funeral like that, you know. And it was just amazing the amount of people that loved him and was there. And even given COVID, you know, he it was a good size funeral, you know, so he was just, his reach and concern went that far, but what I was going to talk about is, you know, he was kind of a mentor to me. He was a mentor in the way that me and him were rare breed, right, because we're both triathletes, and, you know, veteran triathletes, well-seasoned, you know, at one point pretty fast, right? Then we're both, we had both coached triathlon. And I think I mentioned he was a referee at one point, but also we're both uh, race directors, you know? So uh, race director, race directing, professional race directing as it is, is probably one of the smallest populations of a career, but also a very diverse, um role or task or responsibility right because you know you have to have an idea you have to design the event or the course you have to get approval from the city and the road departments getting permits uh, marketing building websites registration uh, recruiting volunteers, mark, marketing, uh, 
organization, answering emails, you know, different types of communication, mass communication, individual communication. You know, you have to recruit your team and train them and make sure that you're uh, they they all know what they're doing, what their roles are. You know, typing up several documents and programs to make sure everything you know timelines organizational charts you know so very diverse uh responsibility right and also a small population right so he was a mentor in that that you know we were always talking about ideas and he would come down and help me or race my events and i would help him and race his events and then we uh go to but you know other race directors that we knew and support them and help them and we were on committees together and he was just a mentor like that you know he um that's living to the plus is what what um you know some of us maybe just you know live and go to work and have a family and live a, a normal life but me me and doug we don't have normal lives, you know, <laughs> we just always looking for what else can we do or what, how else can we expand or what can we create and give to the community and seeing people come to our events and accomplish something that they didn't think was possible and seeing their face when they get out of that water for the first time where they didn't think they could swim a 200 meter or cross the finish line when they didn't think that they could swim, bike, and run, you know? So uh, he was a mentor in, in that, the respect, you know? So, uh, you know, I, I also think, um, you know, we're kind of similar. I, I, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but, you know, we're both non-traditional learners i think you know i i have adhd uh or whatever that is i call myself a multi-potentialite and um just some dyslexia and you know what they call learning disabilities but what me and doug learned uh, we never really discussed this but i could i could tell what he learned is you know even though we might not have been the best students in grade school and traditional learners with taking tests and uh, memorization. We're both uh, active learners. We learned through activity and doing things and participating. And like I mentioned, during the race directing, ain't nothing small and uh, it takes a lot of uh, mental capacity and problem solving and to me you know that's a different style of learning and applying your your knowledge and skills <clears throat> to real world application you know because uh, also with race directing or organizing an, an event you have an extreme amount of responsibility for hundreds of people you know you have to make sure that they get in and out of the water safe and they go out on the road and they don't get like by a, a 18 wheeler and on the run that if it's too hot and they pass out and you have a plan for pe getting people off the course if they have an emergency and having EMS there and, uh, and notifying the hospital so and even though me and Doug weren't 
doctors or PhDs or lawyers or, you know, these highfalutin positions, you know, we applied our knowledge and our skills to real world applications that in my mind, you know, 10 times more involved and strenuous than doing a dissertation or, you know, working in a lab and proving something, you know, we, our lab was on, in the lake and on the road and, you know, having a responsibility of making sure not only those participants were safe, but had a great experience, you know? So there's a lot that goes into that, you know? So I just wanted to address that. Um, so I wanted to talk about tiers of like who Doug was. So, um, I don't, I don't, I can't remember if he went to this race. I think he did, but it was called, uh, there's a, a sprint triathlon called the river cities triathlon in Louisiana. And this, it was a sprint, but I mean, everybody wanted to go to it. It would sell out within minutes because I guess they were associated. The race director owned or was associated with, um, sports spectrum or whatever the, um, the, the main sponsor was a, a, a store and I guess they had access to, um, merchandise and stuff. And so it was a sprint triathlon, but you would get like biking gloves and cycling shorts and a cool racing, uh, bike bib. And, you know, they just had a lot of swag and it was, you know, and then they had a really good party at the end. So everybody wanted to go. Right. So anyway, we were there. And at this particular race, um, Dave Scott was there. And I don't know if you know who Dave Scott is, the iron war between Mark Allen and Dave Scott. Uh, I think back in the 80s, they were both, uh, you know, each each of them won the Ironman uh, multiple times, but, uh, Dave Scott were there and he was already older. And I think he had even ridden a, a, a hundred mile bike ride the day before or something. And he, he talked to all the participants before the race and pumped them up. Right. And then, but there was also the top pro at the time in Austin, his name was, uh, Brandon Marsh. Right. And, uh, um, Brandon Marsh, uh, I don't know if he let him win, but Dave Scott won and Brandon Marsh, I got second, you know, and I, I was in pretty decent shape, you know, college student, uh, pretty, I mean, probably one of the best times of shape of my life. And, um, you know, I didn't get close to these guys. Right. Um, but you know, I'm, I beat the majority of the field. Right. And then, on top of that, Lance Armstrong, he wasn't there, but he had done that course and he had the course record from when he was like 16 years old, you know, and he, you know, Dave Scott and Brandon Marsh didn't even come close to his time, you know, so there's, there's a tiered, you know, like there's not a whole lot of triathletes in the world, maybe, you know, less than 1% of the people in the world done triathlon. And then, you know, you have the majority of triathletes that you know are in this time range and then you have top tiered at the time i guess i was can could, could, could consider myself top tiered but then 
there was even a top a top or the top with Dave Scott, Brandon Marsh, and Lance Armstrong was a super athlete, you know, so uh and I'm not gonna get into the whole Tour de France scene. That's another episode that I mentioned before, but uh there's that tears, right? So um a comparison of Doug. So I follow David Goggins. There's David Goggins, right? And he's a badass mofo, right? Uh Doug Tremaine, the crazy Hawaiian, came way before Goggins. And, you know, uh, when Doug Tremaine was doing his thing, uh, he wasn't, there wasn't podcasts and Instagram. And, I mean, I know David Goggins doesn't really get into that, all that, but he, he has his platform where, you know, he wrote a book and he does his videos and, you know, he's well known but uh i can pretty much guarantee you that doug tremaine could have shown goggins some things right because okay i'm not i'm not gonna put down goggins and i have great respect and he can whip my ass and he's he's a a hard hard harder core mofo than i am right but you know he he did go through seal training three times right and he got injured. Um, Doug Tremaine did special forces training in the Marines, and I don't know. I mean, he was he was uh, special forces right in the Marines, and it was it was a a tough thing to get into the high high rate of people dropping out, like in buds, and you know I don't know exactly what it compared, but it was it was hardcore, right? And uh, in my view, Doug Tremaine, he didn't have to go through that three times, you know, he, he stepped up, you know, and then he went on to do other things. And then he was also doing triathlon and Ironman and running marathons and, and coaching. And so, I don't know, there's just that, that tier of accomplishment. I don't know if that makes sense to y'all, but it, it does me because, you know, I'm, I'm a competitor and an athlete and and i i look at performance that's that's my career my job and comparing comp com performance and ability and and execution i guess that's what i'm talking about so i don't know if that makes sense but uh the bottom line is i had buku's of respect for this man he was a great man a mentor of mine that i learned a lot and I'm going to miss him, uh, I mean, very greatly, I mean, but I was just so grateful that I was able to make his funeral and see a full ser service funeral. Um, one question I had, if they didn't give, they had the funeral planned out and they, they didn't, sometimes they say, well, if anybody wants to say something, I, I, if they probably would have done that, we probably would have been there for four days with all the people that probably wanted to say something about him. But I was going to ask, you know, a little bit of comic relief. His bike was set up next to his casket. And I was like, are y'all going to bury him with that? Because I'm sure he'd be pissed if he didn't, you know, because <laughs> that's the way he was. He was always talking about his next bike and very specific. You know, I'm not a technical triathlete where I can name all the types of shoes and all the brands of bikes and components and 
all that stuff. I just ride, you know, I'm just a racer, right? I mean, I can work on my bike a little bit, but I'm, I, I'm not, I'm, you know, a technical, what would you call it? And he was technical. He could spout all that stuff out. And uh, he just was always talking about his next bike. He loved bikes and going fast and having the best bike. And, and I wish I could have given that, you know, a, him a bike one time, you know, that would have been cool. But anyway, I'm just rambling. Someone said I'm rambling, but I, I do have a, a purpose and a structure. I try to have a purpose and a structure to these talks. But uh, I'm just going to miss my buddy. Um, I'm always going to swim, bike, and run and thinking about him putting on races. And, you know, when this COVID passed, I might just design a, an event or memorial um activity for him in his memory so that that uh y'all hold me accountable to that so anyway uh gotta get back to work and uh, i hope you find value in me sharing these stories and live to the plus One more thing I wanted to talk about, Doug. Uh, so, at times I, I claim to have the title of uh, community safety and health advocate, right? So, and I mentioned that Doug was a mentor of mine, and he kind of fit that role too because you know, being a race director, he he did the senior games. Um, organized the senior games for triathlon lake somerville you know he's also involved in the texas a&m track and field board and you know helping students out and stuff but you know both of us grew up you know in in health and fitness and activity and performance and triathlon and competing and you know you have that perspective of uh, overall health and then him being in military me being in safety um manufacturer warehousing you know you you get to know processes and systems and it all kind of comes together and i don't know if this make that makes sense to anybody that makes sense to me that you know i saw him as a mentor not only of a race director as an athlete, but as a community safety and health advocate. And I think we need more of those these days. You know, the doctors and the medical field have their role, but we need more people out there advocating for health and fitness and activity and community involvement and live into the plus right that's that's what it's all about so just wanted to share that hope everybody has a great day and great weekend coming up and live to the plus <laughs>